Chara Supply Chain. Highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges facing the industry in 21st century by our team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Bichara Supply Chain. This is Norhari House. My guest today is Edmund Zakorin, founder and CEO of BitOps. Thank you for joining us, Edmund. It's great to have you on the show. Great to be here. Thanks mm-hmm. for uh, having me on, Norhari. Okay. All right. So in today's episode, we are going to talk about predictive sourcing and how it will help revolutionize uh, procurement. So, Edwin, can you please brief a little bit about yourself and your operational background? Yeah, for sure. I was working in uh, procurement consulting with a focus on strategic sourcing and just realized that uh, a lot of sourcing processes are very manual. They're very reliant on uh, Excel spreadsheets, pivot tables, VLOOKUPs, and long email chains. And we set out uh, at BitOps with the goal of removing manual data entry uh, from the procurement process. And so that's my background is uh, in, in procurement. And then I also have a background in, uh, in data science. So just a little bit about me. Mm-hmm. And can you also tell our listener a little bit about uh, what, what do you do at the BitOps Yeah, so BitOps is a new approach to procurement uh, called predictive procurement. And we use uh, predictive models to simulate procurement activities before they happen. Mm -hmm. And the advantage of this is that we have some idea of um, what the potential range of outcomes might be. And then uh, that allows us to use a um, technology called anomaly detection to Uh, find outliers or things that potentially don't look right in the values. And it also enables us to provide users of a procurement process with a smart default. Uh, So pre-filled text in um, the different steps, and that can remove manual data entry. And it can also uh, enable people to understand key elements of the process, things like unit of measure, the uh, requirements, and that's super useful if you work in a procurement category that's very complex, like raw materials, logistics, packaging, CapEx, uh, services, or really anything where uh, the units of measure and how they're compared apples to apples can really make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. So uh, to start off the discussion, could you explain to the listeners what is the predictive sourcing and how could it be different from the uh, traditional approach? Well, so in the traditional approach of sourcing, um, the kind of five most popular sourcing processes are the request for proposal, the request for quote, the request for information, the uh, auction uh, approach and the negotiation approach uh, or, or, or multi-phased uh, approach. And each of these approaches involves asking suppliers to provide a tremendous amount of information upfront, uh, which often takes a lot of time and requires a lot of manual data entry 
Um, and then the procurement team, of course, then has to sift through that information. And this creates a problem because um, the more suppliers that you involve in the process, even though it does create optionality for the business and for the supply chain, it also makes more work for the procurement team. And so it creates a um, bad situation where the procurement team's um, limited, uh, often limited work hours are not aligned with um, their overall KPIs or the potential that they have to uh, create a lot of op optionality for the business. And then of course, uh, creating value uh, from that optionality. And so what BitOps does is it really turns the process on its head. It uh, simulates the outcome of different scenarios before the procurement process even begins. And then it enables um, a sourcing process for RFPs, RFQs, um, RFIs, and so on that um, really makes it a lot easier to not only collect responses from suppliers by using uh, pre-populated smart defaults, but then actually makes it much easier for the procurement team to uh, evaluate and compare those responses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So uh, for the recap, what is the advantage of the predictive sourcing? Can it keep us ahead of the market? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, predictive sourcing by removing manual data entry from uh, the process can help us understand uh, where there may be opportunities for creating value, uh, either by consolidating supplier base or diversifying supplier base, um, or potentially um, simply uh, checking prices against benchmarks. And this process enables much, much faster sourcing events, which means that um, it's easier for procurement teams to uh, lock down supply in a short market. Yep. Um, and as we've seen, the process being very slow can sometimes cause companies to miss out um, when uh, supply is short. Can you also please share with us some of the success story around the implementation of the predictive sourcing? Absolutely. So, uh, you know, I think that predictive sourcing is most powerful in categories and industries that have a high degree of complexity that manage a ton of distinct line items and where there is uh, it just it, it it pays to be fast and and swift um so uh food and beverage is a great example uh there are companies like bell brands uh matern um, and Fareva that use BitOps um, to buy uh, ingredients, spare parts, components, packaging, and logistics. Um, and in um, you know, that particular industry, I've uh, been able to uh, shorten the cycle time for a sourcing event uh, close to 90% and um, also just remove most of the manual work from um, that process. So the procurement leaders at those companies, their teams are now able to focus on building supplier relationships, doing market research, um, and uh, providing a better internal customer experience to the business. Um, we are also seeing a huge growth in the automotive sector. Um, so companies like Autotruck um, and Holman ARI have been able to implement predictive sourcing, helps them get better um, machine parts uh, and other components that they need uh, in their supply chain 
And it can also be really powerful in actually arranging uh, logistics and carriers um, because a lot of people are being challenged to get um, trucks and make sure that the right truck shows up at the right place. Predictive sourcing can take a lot of the uh, back and forth and headache out of that process. And so it makes it easier to, um, uh, to, to buy kind of fast moving um, items like, like uh, carrier capacity. All right, Edwin, I'd like to jump to another question. What are your advice to the procurement leaders so they can optimize, they can take more advantage on this approach of predictive sourcing? I would say that uh, pick a small category or a project type that is um, creating some headache or frustration and uh, try to implement predictive sourcing on your own. Um, predictive sourcing is a great way to make things move faster. And um, if you want to implement predictive sourcing um, without software, you, you actually can do it. You just provide the supplier um, with um, a you know, nearly completed response at the outset of the process. And then that gives them some ability to, uh, to, to modify within the structure and parameters that have been set by um, the procurement team. Now, I will say that um, eliminating email from the process is a, a massive win. Um, and uh, I think that the, the goal of predictive sourcing is actually to use sourcing events as uh, data collection and cleansing to move towards um, collaboration visibility, not just within procurement and supply chain, but between um, procurement and finance and procurement and operations and to create that, that visibility and trust. So uh, there's no need to wait. Uh, you, you can start today if you're curious about predictive sourcing. Yeah. It's, it's pretty simple to implement, um, but it, it is, uh, there's a huge advantage to doing it, especially if you're being challenged by short supply. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Okay, so before we finish today's conversation, what are other skeptics way that you like to share with our listeners? Probably just that um, I think in procurement, we have a sense that uh, kind of it's always been done this way. And so it's maybe very difficult to think about a process that works different than what we have um, kind of become familiar with. And my my only takeaway for uh, procurement teams is uh, there is now more options for technology than ever before. And many of these options are um, as different from their predecessors as the iPhone was from the flip phone or as, um, you know, the the Internet was from kind of the previous generation of computing. And so it's a really exciting time to be working in in procurement and supply chain, um, but it's critically important to take uh, to take advantage, uh, to experiment, um, and to see what um, makes the most sense for for your business and your industry. At Vichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share the Chara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website, www.bicharasupplychain.com.
Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.